From Creation Ministries International, you're listening to Creation.com's article podcast, the research and insights that give God glory, refute evolution, and give you the answers to defend your faith. Beginning in the early 1970s, American paleontologist James Jensen led a series of fossil hunting expeditions in Colorado's Dry Mesa Quarry. During this time, Dinosaur Jim uncovered a number of huge dinosaur bones, including vertebrae and shoulder and pelvic elements. He found what appeared to be three new types of dinosaurs, all of them truly giant long-necked sauropods. One of these, which he named Ultrasaurus Macintoshi, would stand out above the rest. It was apparently a brachiosaurid, estimated as over 30 meters long and weighing as much as 180 tons. Ultrasaurus was described as a whopping great dinosaur. Discovered and described in the 1970s and 80s, this giant sauropod captured the imaginations of many during the early 1990s when dinosaur mania was affecting popular culture. Everything from TV miniseries, toys, magazines, trading cards, books, art, and more featured the massive dinosaur. But in the background to all this fame, Ultrasaurus had scientific problems. These started with its impressive sounding name. Evidently, Jensen never officially named his prized dinosaur until 1985. This left the name Ultrasaurus still available for use when assigned to a Korean dinosaur find in 1983. In 1991, after the problem was recognized, Ultrasaurus changed to Ultrasauros, subtly different. This seemed to resolve the identification problems for the giant Brachiosaurid. However, it was about to lose a lot more than its name. A critical assessment of the fossil bones assigned to Ultrasauros, undertaken in the mid-1990s, revealed that this famous giant among giant North American dinosaurs never really existed. It was a mistakenly interpreted chimera comprising up to three different sauropod dinosaur species, Brachiosaurus, Supersaurus, and or Barosaurus. During the flood, all vertebrate life on land that was not in the ark was eventually overcome by water. Genesis 7:21-22 says, And all flesh died that moved on the earth, birds, livestock, beasts, all swarming creatures that swarm on the earth, and all mankind. Everything on the dry land in whose nostrils was the breath of life died. That included the enormous whale-sized sauropod dinosaurs. After succumbing to the prevailing waters, the giant bones of Jensen's sauropods had become separated from each other. This was likely due to a process of bloat and float rotting of the ligaments that had held them together and or scavenger action. This scavenging could have taken place while floating by marine predators or after their remains sank to the sea bottom. One possibility is that the carcasses were washed up onto briefly exposed land, where predatory dinosaurs, which till then had survived by swimming, had sought refuge. Evidence of such scavenging by other dinosaurs, such as tooth marks, has been found on dinosaur bones subsequently washed into huge graveyards. Thereafter, powerful water current action in the midst of this massive complex catastrophe likely jumbled up these bones before they were rapidly entombed by flood-carried sediment. This would have protected them from further scavenging and decay. The minerals in the encasing sediment caused it to soon harden. Such events would have resulted in a disordered bone bed. 
When interpreted under an evolutionary worldview that discounts the reality of the flood, this led to the discovery of a dinosaur that never existed. The story of Ultrasaurus is more than just an interesting episode in the history of dinosaur discovery. It can actually teach us important biblical truths. For example, the relevance of a biblical worldview that takes Genesis as history. The amazing, extreme engineering displayed in Christ's creation of dinosaurs. The incredible power and complex dynamics of the flood. The awesome seriousness of God's judgment on sin. All of this points to the profound reality of what Christ accomplished by dying on the cross for the forgiveness of sins. Dinosaurs have long been a fascinating topic for people of all ages. However, evolutionists have exploited their popularity to push their millions of years dogma, without which evolution is impossible. Movies and books like the Jurassic World series reinforce this idea to both children and adults alike. Unfortunately, this impacts the faith of many when they realize that the Bible teaches the Earth is only around 6,000 years old. However, properly understood, dinosaurs support this timescale, and their fossils are a startling monument to the global flood of Noah's day. In the book, Titans of the Earth, Sea, and Air, you will learn many things, many of which have not been published in any of Creation Ministries books or articles before. For example, what are dinosaurs and what are not? What were the biggest and smallest dinosaurs? How many kinds of dinosaurs existed? Why is the created kind broader than species and genus? How do dinosaur fossils show they were buried by a global watery cataclysm? Why are so many dinosaurs fossilized with their necks thrown backwards? And why are armored dinosaurs found upside down? Soft tissue, proteins, DNA, and radiocarbon in dinosaur fossils is strong evidence against their living over 66 million years ago, but they make sense if the fossils were formed by Noah's flood around 4,500 years ago. How could such huge dinosaurs fit on the ark? How long after the flood did their descendants live? What did dinosaurs eat? What was their diet before and after the fall? So if you're ready for scientifically credible answers to these perplexing dinosaur mysteries, you'll love the colorfully illustrated large hardback book titled Titans of the Earth, Sea, and Air. It's available now at creation.com store. The creation.com article podcast is brought to you by the studios of Creation Ministries International, USA. You'll find lots of interesting related content in the links and show notes. This episode's article was written by Kevin Lamour. Be sure to listen to our other show, Creation.com Talk. Visit our events page to find a creationist giving a presentation in your local area. If you'd like to help us, become a monthly supporter at Creation.com donate. If you want the latest noteworthy research and news, subscribe to Creation Magazine. From everyone at Creation.com, thanks for listening.